Hello, and welcome to the Kaiser Times podcast. My name is Derek Wiley, associate editor of the Kaiser Times, and my guest today is Devin Reynolds. Devin won two state championships as a wrestler at McNary and then went on to Oregon State, but a series of concussions nearly ended his career. After missing nearly two seasons, Devin returned to the mat and helped Grandview University win its seventh straight NAIA National Championship. So you graduated from McNary in 2013, and then you signed with Oregon State and registered the first year. Yes, sir. And then the second year, you got third in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. uh, 23 and 9. What was it like uh, wrestling at Oregon State? Oregon State was a really good experience. Uh, it's a kid's dream come true to wrestle at a D1 level. Oregon State definitely had the Iowa mentality, and Jim Zaleski, Troy Steiner, and Kevin Roberts were great coaches. Um, the cop, the competition was intense, and it was, it was everything you know a young wrestler could want. Um, it's definitely a grind, but any wrestler would tell you that, you know, the, the D one level or the NAI level is, um, you definitely have to step it up, and the the training's um, pretty intense. But it was it was a great experience. And yeah, getting third in the Pac twelve um, was that kind of the goal that year, and what was that tournament like? Oh, no. The goal that year, you know, was to go to nationals. And, uh, I mean, the goal every year is to, you know, go win the national tournament and wrestle up there on that stage. But, um, you know, I didn't meet my goals that year and, uh, you know, falling short for whatever reason. Uh, the the Pac-12 tournament just kind of I fell under par of what I wanted to do. I had a couple close matches. and um, But it was still, you know, looking back on it, I was disappointed. But it's still... It's still a good experience in my head, and I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm proud of what I've done, but I definitely haven't reached my goals yet. And then an injury pretty much knocked you out, I guess, the following year. What happened there? So yeah, um, the next year uh, I kind of fell into some uh, concussion troubles, and at the Division One level, they are, or even you know, the university or any uh, competitive level now, they're very serious about concussions. So what had happened was I, uh, going into season, I had gotten a, a concussion, and uh, after that I just I couldn't get back, or I couldn't heal fast enough to get back in the lineup, and I kept just trying to come back even when I had small symptoms because I knew, like, the longer I was out, the more I was going to miss, and and Jim was heavy on, you know, if you want to wrestle on the lineup, you got to show it in competition. not the pra- It doesn't matter who you beat in the practice room. So it was all about how we performed, and um, I wanted to get out there and wrestle. And unfortunately, I just kept coming back, and they call it post-concussion syndrome. So you get hit again, and all of a sudden, all these f- symptoms come back. And unfortunately for me, they marked me every time that happened. And I went to a tournament. I think it was, I think it was either right before Thanksgiving or right before Christmas in uh, Spokane, Washington, and I. I got. I took a knee to the the face. It broke my nose and got an art concussion. And after that, they kind of, you know, Jim had to talk with me and gave me a medical hardship. So a medical hardship is just where you keep your scholarship, you fi- you finish school, um, you're still a part of there. You know, you have to k- do good in school still. You know, but uh, I wasn't allowed to wrestle again for Oregon State. And then you came back the, uh, I guess the next year, and you were coaching here at McNary. Yes. What what went into that decision? And I guess were you just kind of out of school at that point too? No, I was still going to school. Um, I had started working. I took some time actually to myself. I had to 
medically withdraw from school and they just wanted me to because you you can technically medically withdraw withdraw up to a full year so I took like three terms off just got healthy you know I worked I just kind of gathered you know it was a pretty low point in my life if you could imagine just losing what I thought was my last chance to wrestle ever again in my life and so I took that and just kind of got back to grips and me and Jason had started talking and um just decided yeah I was gonna get a you know a one-on-one uh, teaching position basically at McNary and that I would become an assistant coach for and just start giving my knowledge to the kids that were going to grow up and go to college hopefully. It sounds like did you plan on being at McNary for more than one year then? Yeah I did yeah I planned on uh, I planned on coaching at McNary and I planned on coaching at All Phase Wrestling Club um, and I was just planning on just continuing that and you know, finding my career, and uh, I had started going into the police reserves, started that process, and I was just going to coach and, you know, stay with the sport, but yeah, it was, that was the plan, man, was just to find my career, because I never thought I was going to wrestle again. Cool, we can get into kind of what changed there, but first of all, what was it like coaching uh, at McNary? Um, I know every time I would talk to to Ricky Vincent, he when he, he won the, uh, he came back from injury himself, and in one district, he gave you a lot of credit. So, what was it like just being around back at McNary and coaching there? And you know, uh, it was amazing. That that I feel like was the biggest staple. Besides the the support I received from everybody was tremendous, but being back in the room and and teaching these kids like Ricky Vincent and Wyatt Kessler and and Braden Ebbs, you know, just like watching them grow and being able to give them my knowledge and work in the room with them every day and see their successes and help them through their their failures you know like seeing Ricky come that go that year and uh you know come back from a whole injury being out all season and just working on some moves and just giving him some knowledge you know and just motivating him and and uh sharing the love for the sport was just it was amazing you know working with all level of the kids you know little kids going to you know small tournaments and just helping kids out just I loved it to death. I love coaching to death, and I love uh, working with kids. So I think that was a big deal to me. And how did you? Uh, how are you able to wrestle again? What happened with? And how do you get in t- contact with Grandview, a school in Iowa? So um, through wrestling with the kids, you know, I mean, I just started wrestling more and more, and I, I'd be like, okay, I got to take it easy because they told me like you literally can't wrestle again, you can't get hit again. But I'd wrestle more and more, and. Uh, and then I started just working out harder, and uh, I never had any symptoms. And I was just like, geez. And Trisha and I were the first ones that kind of started throwing the idea out there, kind of joking around about it. And it was kind of like in November, December, so it really wasn't that long after I had medically withdrawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started taking it more and more serious, and I started going up to all phase and, you know, finding some of the tougher guys that, you know, still high school kids, but guys that Sean Harmon and, and – even like R.J. Pena was up there and Scott, Scott Sakaguchi, you know, I'd scrap with those guys and I just felt good. You know, I just felt amazing. I felt like just by coaching, I learned so much more from the sport and, and as a wrestler. And I just, I decided that I felt like I was healthy enough to start taking another run at it. And so we started the training process and we started, <laughs> we started training for the U.S. Opens, which is like, it's kind of a funny tournament to come back out at because it's a, you know, the best of the best of there, you know. I was wrestling on a mat right next to David Taylor, who's a Division One, two-time Division One national champ. He's a world team member. Like, you see the best guys there. So I decided to throw myself into the fire, and you know, I, I also didn't achieve my goals there. But the whole thing was, you know, just go there, get healthy, and uh, just have fun. 
And uh, before that, we were at Reno Worlds, and I was talking with um, Josh Roden, the head wrestling coach at Clackamas. And we had talked about how I was back in the realm. And I, I, you know, I, I was talking to him in the sense of, like, I, didn't, I wondered if I could wrestle for him because I didn't really know what my options were. And I was talking to Mike Ritchie. And, but he just – it was funny. He, we were in a, in a motorhome together, and we were talking about it. And he was, you want to wrestle in Iowa? I was just like, what? He goes, you want to wrestle at Granby University in Iowa? They're NAIA. And I was like – I wasn't sure at first. I was just like – yeah, and he goes, I'm going to text the coach right now, and I'll, I'll give him your number, and so he got a hold of me, and I told him I was training there, and uh, we started talking specifics, and he'd watched film on me, and we started talking a little bit of money, you know, and my eligibility status, and I was like, hey, just just wait until you see me wrestle at U.S. Opens and let me know what you think, and he watched me wrestle, and we went to breakfast, Jason, him, I, and uh, Cody Caldwell, who was an assistant coach at the time, and it kind of just stuck with me, man. They were – I loved the coaches, so I was just like, yeah, Grandview, Iowa, crazy. <laughs> yeah, what was it just like being back on the, the mat again? Because it sounds like you pretty much were done when you come to McNary. Yeah, starting there and then even going back out to, out to Iowa. Oh, geez, man. It was it was amazing. Like, I remember – you know, this it's kind of funny to say this. I remember after the last match I lost to, to a really good kid um, – Who's wrestling? Where's he wrestling now? I forget. But, anyways, I lost a close match to him, and uh, you know, I started tearing up after the match. And it wasn't so much because I lost; it was it was because I, I was done wrestling for the weekend. You know, I was because I loved it. I loved being on the mat again. I just felt good. I felt comfy. You know, I I was out of rhythm, and I you know I didn't perform to my full extent, but I was just like so ecstatic to be back on the mat again and competing, and you know. And then when I went out to Iowa for my visit, I spent like a week and a half or two weeks out there. Um, and we wrestled every day, and I was just wrestling with a lot of the guys out there, and I just felt good, you know. just, You know how, like, people say, like, you got to work out and go work out to, like, release those nerves and stuff? Well, even, like, lifting and stuff will never, like, cure that itch that wrestling does, you know. And so being able to do that again and scrap and be healthy and – all of a sudden, it was like I could wrestle and not get headaches, or or you know I didn't have anything to worry about. I signed my letter of intent, and I knew I was competing again. Like I knew it was a possibility. So it was just like it was a dream come true again, all over again. The whole recruiting process, everything. So it was sweet. What's uh, wrestling in Iowa like? It's a it's a lifestyle. It's a complete change of lifestyle. Like I've never seen a culture, and I know I know it's out there, but just in my experience of wrestling, it's like. The culture out there is insane. Like, wrestling is on the radio. Wrestling is on t- – the the high school tournament is on TV, and, like, it is a huge deal. Like, everybody knows what's going on. If you're a wrestler out there, everybody knows you. It's it's insane. Like, it's – and my teammates out there and my coaches, it's like every day, like, what do we have? Probably, like, 40 to 60 kids on our team. Over half of our team is at practice an hour early, like playing games together, warming up. You know, we're playing four square or spike ball. And, you know, then we all practice. And then kids are just, every, everybody's staying after. And it's like everybody's expecting you to do the right thing. And they're, it's all one mindset. And it's to be a national champion. You know, it's to keep up that legacy. So wrestling in Iowa has just been like amazing. I wish that could like float to here and the community would just be as 
as as motivated and as as into it as Iowa is. And it looks like you were able to jump right back into it. Obviously, you helped the team win the seventh straight um, NAIA national championship, but you also got third at nationals. Um, how were you able to just get right back into it and, and do so well? Oh man, I think I think part of it was that um, when I took that year off, I really like just coaching. I just like found this other. I, I like had this outside view of wrestling, and I feel like I learned so much more about myself. And um, you know, not in like a degrading kind of way, but like the NAIA competition really isn't as like as steep as the Division One. But there are some tough guys. Like I mean, I I lost a couple matches this year. And, uh, you know, Cam Desari, who was also a D1 wrestler at Ohio State and uh, All-American. And, you know, I don't know, man. I just I just felt like I walked out there and I, I didn't – I wasn't in my head as much anymore where I, I felt like I was at Oregon State, you know, or I didn't believe in myself. It's like I had no worries. I stepped on the mat and it was just one focus. Like, I'm going to rip your arm off and I'm going to take you out, man. Like, it don't matter. It doesn't matter who I'm wrestling. I'm just going to keep going and uh, – yeah, man, I uh, it kind of sucked too, cause you know I was right back into it, and then bam, I tore my meniscus, mm. and so I got surgery November 29th, 2017. Couple couple months after season started, I tore my I tore my meniscus the very first or the sec or the first match at my first tournament, and uh, <laughs> so I got surgery, came back, wrestled a month, or trained to get ready for a month and I retoured again and I yeah so I tore my meniscus twice within my first season so that that sucked but uh I was able to get through it for the three months and then got surgery after nationals but I don't know how I did it man it was just nothing else mattered it was it was just a a blessing to be out there again yeah, that's a tough injury. How do how do you fight that off? I mean, is it easy? I don't know. I know you hear like basketball players, but I guess the wrestling's gonna be a little different. Yeah. How, how do you able to wrestle with that? You know, I think tears vary. You know, like the first tear I had, there was like I we had to get surgery right away. Like I had a bucket tear, and so it flipped over in my knee, and there was no movement in my knee. Like I couldn't do anything on my knee, so we had to get surgery right away. And then I retoured again. We got we didn't even get MRIs till after season, but I knew something was wrong because I couldn't bend my knee all the way. And we had to do like a full ACL tape job on it, like for every match. And it was it was lots of maintaining. My athletic trainer out there is uh, Allison is amazing, and she did a lot of work on me. And uh, you know it was it was just uh, taking care of it. You know you get on the mat, you wrestle, and then you take care of it. You ice and you know. Anybody can do it, but it's it's just the severity of the tear. I don't think the second tear was as bad, but it was it was definitely it definitely held me back a little bit. So, and taking third, you know, that was uh, that was obviously awesome. Like I can say, I'm an NAIA All American now. Um, I mean, I want I'm got one more year. I'm shooting for that national championship. Like I, I'm not falling short this next year, but um, it still feels good. You know, I still wrestled a full season. All-American, part of a national championship team, and it's just like, man, when I, when I got my hardship, I did not see this happening again. So, you know, maybe there, there's some positive to taking that time off, you know. Made me a better wrestler and better person, I think. Yeah, what was it like winning that national championship? I'm sure there's probably a few guys or maybe a bunch of guys on that team who had, who had done it before, but it was a first for you and I'm sure first for some other guys. What was it like celebrating that and winning that? Oh, it was a, you know... It was a, a structured party, man. It was like we knew we had won it 
end of the second day, we were, you know, 70 points ahead. And, um, and we, I mean, it, that's one thing we talk about there is, you know, we want to win, but our focus isn't on winning national titles anymore. Like, of course, like, that's, that's the goal. But the biggest goal out there in Iowa, and one of the, my head coaches, Nick Mitchell's biggest thing is, how good can you be? Whether it's the national tournament, whether it's being a student, whether it's being a worker, a dad, a husband, a friend, how good can you be? How good can we be? So this year, I think we won it by like 68 points. That's how good we could be this year. But next year, how good we, can we be? So that was, that was really cool because when we won, it was like a big celebration and it was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. You know, we got to get up on the big stage and take pictures and hold the trophy up and everybody was hugging and, and then we all went to the hotel afterwards and they had a big lobby rented out and the fans were there and we all gave speeches and just like, I've, I've always wanted to be a part of a team like that. You know, every, it's every kid's dream, you know. Specifically, it'd be awesome to be part of the biggest production in any sport you're in, you know. So being seven-time national champions, you know, you got kind of a target on your back and people kind of look at you in a different kind of way, you know. So that, it's so cool to be a part of a, a team and a, and a foundation and, a, and a, you know, an era like that, you know what I mean. What do you expect for this next season? Obviously, you'll have Braden come in with you, um, Braden Ebbs. Do you have a lot of, are there a lot of guys back? Yeah, no, we did. We graduated a couple kids, a couple good kids that, uh, you know, a couple national champs. But, man, we're mean. We're looking mean, and we got some kids filling in that are really good. We got some good transfers, and, you know, um, I'm super excited. One, first thing, I'm super excited for Braden to be out there, like, I like being out there with Braden for his first year of college because, you know, not that I, I don't feel, I don't feel like I really lost much because I didn't have a mentor like that. But I feel like it never hurts to have somebody out there that knows knows the role, knows the the expectations, and somebody that's going to be there for you. And just like, what you're going through right now is normal. You're tired. You're beat up. That's normal, buddy. Or like, you know, because me and him are brothers. You know, and I'm so excited for his future and. You know, I believe in the kid. I know he could be a multiple-time All-American national champ, and I, I think being a part of this program will show him that, and he'll reach his success in that, but I think it'll make him the best person that he's going to be. And then the other part is looking into next year, man, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm excited. Like, I am – I got this itch in me that, you know, I'm, my knee's completely healthy. I'm going to – you know, I, I'm going into season, you know, I'm going to monitor myself. You know, make sure I'm, I st that's my biggest goal this year is staying healthy. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say it, man. I'm, I'm going to be a national champ this year. We're, I'm, we're, we're looking at winning that eighth national title. But that's, like I said, that's not the main focus. The main focus is I'm going to be as good as Devin can be this year. And if I get, <clears throat> if I have to get another surgery or something knocks me down, I'm still going to be the best I can be with whatever circumstances thrown our way. So that's the big goal for this year. Graduate, get my degree, because that's what this was all about, and then uh, figure out my life after that and see where, see where things take me. That's the, that's the goal, man. Yeah, what are you getting your degree in? Do you know what you want to do next at all? So my degree, I would, uh, you know, I, it's a pretty basic degree, but I love it. It's so interesting. It's uh, human services and psychology, and I, I might finish with a, a minor in business. I'm going to try to throw that in there. Um, but I love it. You know, I love learning about people. I love learning about mental disorders and just like 
why we work the way we do because it helps me better understand myself and things you go through in life. But uh, I'd love to join <clears throat> the uh, law enforcement when I get back. That's that's a big goal of mine. Or um, I've definitely been looking into the military. Not sure what branch yet, but just a couple of those options are on my head. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's where I'm going to take that, see where that where that leads me. I'd love to make a – my biggest thing in life is I want to make an impact wherever I can. So coaching is a great place to make an impact. Being a, a college wrestler, you make a huge impact on kids as a role model or, or somebody they look up to. And so I think having a career where I can make impacts on the community around me and the people that, you know, being a cop's a hard thing nowadays, you know. So if you could have a positive role on that kind of thing, I think that's something I, I want to do in my life. Yeah, it sounds like I know you have one more year where you can wrestle yourself, but it sounds like you're not anywhere kind of near done with the with the sport. Are you wanting to coach and and try to give back in some other ways after you graduate? Yeah, that's the that's the other thing too is um, you know, this year I didn't get a chance to wrestle at the U.S. Opens after Nationals, and that, I I trained a couple times after Nationals, but my knee was my knee was shot, man. I mean, I I'll be honest, it was we were barely keeping it to get. It seemed like we were. It was just a meniscus tear, you know. Some people can. Do never even get a meniscus tear fixed. You know, you could just live with it. But it was for the tear I had. It was it was pretty brutal, and uh, we knew we had to get it fixed so that way I could take all summer and get healthy. And so I wasn't able to do any summer com- competition and try to wrestle at that next level. So, you know, looking forward to next year and after nationals, if I'm healthy, you know, I'm gonna continue to train and I'm gonna go and try to reach a higher level. You know, try to make a, you know, a world team. And you know, like I fell short of that. A few years ago, you know, I went to the – it was the junior U.S. Opens, which was right below the the, um, the older version, but uh, ended up third, and I went to the World Trials in Wisconsin and ended up, you know, sixth, you know, but right there in that competition, you know, where, you you know, you go on a world team and go travel to another country, which is every wrestler's dream, you know. So we'll see what's in the books. We'll, we'll see if I stay healthy, and if I am, I'll, I'm going to keep competing. And you don't – you never want to give up that itch, you know, and – you you ask any coach nowadays, there ain't nothing that fixes that that itch to to wrestle except for wrestling. Yeah, I'm sure Jason would have got out there and wrestle oh, if he Jason, still could. Jason and I talk about it all the time. We sit there around a the fire together, and he just he he says he'd give up a lot of things, almost anything nowadays, to go back and be able to wrestle one more match, man. And there's, I feel like that'll be me someday. So I'm hoping I stay healthy enough where I can scrap with kids for a, a long time. Well, it was awesome catching up with you, Devin. Yeah, you too, Derek, and I appreciate it. Thanks for bringing me in. And that is it for this episode of the podcast. As always, thanks for listening. You can subscribe on iTunes and listen on SoundCloud. Read the Kaiser Times at kaisertimes.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And subscribe to the Kaiser Times for just $25 a year in your mailbox every Friday. 